TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this and hi us, take it away. Hi. <laughs> that episode really just took all of the energy out of me. <laughs> it, it felt it, so much happened. But also nothing happened? Well, no, a lot of this affects things going forward. Yeah, I, I guess. So I... this is season four, episode 11, Sadie Hawkins. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it is. So, the episode starts with Sam and Blaine. What? (laughs) You're just so, so done. I really checked out of this episode because, like, it wasn't, like, bad good. Like, the last episode was so bad that we had, like, a lot to talk about. I feel like this one's just boring. I think... Some of this is mildly successful. Although, oh God, I mean, the thing is, this episode has a few nice little touches. However, what is happening and, like, the the plot directions and some of the songs, it just is like, oh, my God. And, like, you know, you lose me when you have an adult dating a 15-year-old. So. Yeah. Especially because, and you acknowledge that it's bad, and you just keep doing it. And you just do it anyways. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So the episode opens. Sam thinks that the Warblers cheated in sectionals, and so he and Blaine are investigating, or he's investigating, and he's trying to convince Blaine that he's right. And then. He asked Blaine to borrow some chapstick, and it's just, like, real slow-mo zoom-in on, like, Sam's fish lips. His DSLs. His trouty mouth. You know um, Blaine wishes that they were DSLs. Ugh. The things, those, those things could else, could, those else could S. <laughs> if only he liked D. <laughs> apologize for that yeah you know what happened to me this episode i had a fucking stroke but we'll get to it (laughs) i have a lot to say about that scene i do too i do too so we're gonna power through this slightly different perspectives i'm sure yeah so then blaine goes to student council meeting um because he i forgot he's class president i forgot that was the thing that happened and that sam is his vp which is why they're hanging out more and why 
yeah, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> so Tina wants to do a Sadie's Hawkins dance instead of prom. Well, they're still gonna have prom. She just like also wants to have this dance. Oh, okay. I was like, I remember she said prom was like a hundred days away, and I was like, that that doesn't make sense. Okay, so it was no. just they just wanted to do a different dance. And have yeah, just to like have a dance. Lady's choice. Um, okay, yeah. My school had like three or four dances a year. Yeah. So they're doing a Sadie Hawkins dance, which means for those of you who are uninitiated, a Sadie Hawkins dance is when the girl has to ask the guy. Blaine was against it, and then Tina comes up to him later and is like, I forgot about your trauma with Sadie Hawkins dance, and I was like, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they're gonna do a dance. Finn is like just taking the glee club from classroom to classroom like little nomads and he's like trying to keep them busy but that means he has to do like a fun assignment every week and he can't think of one for this week and so beast is like hey sadie hawkins and finn's like okay and so then he tells the glee club that they have to sing a song to the boy they want to ask out but like what if the boy you want to ask out isn't in the glee club you said that during that yeah episode. that's what i said I mean, I would assume that they would just, like, interrupt somebody's class and do it, because that's what they've usually asked. Yeah, so then they're in the locker room, and Tina Tina sings I Don't Know How to Love Him from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. She sings it at Blaine. Well, at first, everybody's like, who's she singing it to? Because this is the first we've heard about Tina being into somebody. Already assumes it's him. uh, And for like the first chunk of the song we don't know who she's singing it to and then and the look of horror that came over courtney's face when she realized who tina was singing to was really good i i too like the rest of glee club did not know who she was singing to <laughs> so she slowly walks up to blaine darren the- chris is so funny in this scene because he is just smiling like yeah tina you're his little reactions <laughs> he's like very confused it's so funny everyone else has is like they they, they figured it out they do a shot of finn and finn just looks like he's horrified <laughs> everyone is just so concerned that tina is doing this and then she asked blaine to the dance and blaine's like oh i don't know how to i don't know what to say um no (laughs) come on that was a great impression of Baron Chris (laughs) it was pretty good that was pretty that was basically the cadence yeah it's like I don't know uh no (laughs) and so Tina runs away crying or whatever meanwhile in New York New York uh Kurt has started at Niata because he started in for some reason he's starting in the spring semester sure they're just trying to advance that plot line um and he's like walking around doing voiceover and he's like the ballerinas are the mean girls the stage combat majors are the jocks and the elizabethan majors are the nerds or the preppy kids or whatever and he's like and i have no friends because rachel's always off with brody doing something shirtless um (laughs) and then it cuts to her going i need to help brody with a magic bike audition which is very funny yeah and a thing that is here so have okay quick tangent did you ever hear the story of the yes. guy who shit his pants at the yes. magic Mike audition yes <laughs> you told me about this many times 
Have I? I'm sure I have. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> because I know people who were there. I knew that I, one of my one of the, my old co-workers was working at the reception desk when that happened. Yeah. It's no good. Anyways, look that up on Twitter if you want a fun story from like four years ago. So uh, Kurt is like, I'm going to do some extracurriculars. And then he, lear- he finds a show choir sign up for... And the show choir is called the what is Adam's Apples. Yeah, and so the guy's name is Adam. So I'm like, he founded this show choir and named it after himself. That's not, and it's not a good name. It also makes me think like it's an all male show choir. Yeah, it sounds like it's a drag show. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like, so Adam, show choir man, is just lurking around his own sign up sheet, and he's like, you should sign up. And he's got a thick British accent. Yeah, he's very British. Um, and then Kurt is walking with Rachel, and there's she's talking about how she really likes Brody and that she wishes Kurt had like a boy toy so they can go on dates together. And Kurt's like, "Well, I do like somebody." Or no, that's later. I'm talking. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm getting ahead of myself. They're in their apartment, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I was thinking about joining Adam's Apples," and Rachel's like, "Do you no. hate yourself?" Yeah, and I was like, Rachel, I think you're being a little dramatic. She was not. No, she really wasn't. So, we're going to talk about this scene now. Kurt goes back to the, like, board of, like, extracurricular club things. And Adam comes up to him again and is like, you should sign up. You're Kurt. You did great at the showcase. You You were spectacular. You're phenomenal. You're brilliant. You're beautiful. You look like Linda Evangelista. And... Kurt's like, oh, well, I'm not going to sign up for the Adam's Apple. Like, well, well, well. and Adam's like, what? It, well, just come with me. Let me show you what we do. And then he takes Kurt to this shitty, like, black box theater. And he sits him down as the choir begins to sing a folksy rendition of Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> And from the moment he said L.A. faced with the Oakland booty, I left my body. (laughs) He called himself a black man. (laughs) So I have some, I have an opinion and I have some fun facts. Which do you want first? (sighs) Give me the facts first. Okay, so fun fact number one, um, several uh members of the adams apples well i don't know about several two uh are like uh people from like star kid or like star kid adjacent um so like joey richter who was like ron in the uh harry potter musical and like in him like used to live with darren chris he was like the first guy that it cut to um yeah 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 um another fun fact uh glee definitely stole this arrangement of this song from uh oh god because they got in trouble over that for the girls just want to have fun cover yeah and they did it again and it was this and they stole specifically the arrangement of i don't remember his name he was like cool like counter culture singing guy i don't remember his name but he got really, really mad at Glee. <laughs> I was like, 
you don't own an arrangement. Like, yeah, it's shitty that they didn't reach out to you. Um, they definitely should have and like credited you, but like also that's not how the copyright industry works. <laughs> so they had to get the rights to the song, not the arrangement. Yeah, and I mean it is shitty that they like stole like it's it's the arrangement to a T. Like they may might have actually like copied or reproduced like all of the like instrumentation of it too. Um so on. that's definitely worth it, right? Um Yeah. Because you definitely know, worth it. You can't just pick a different song. <laughs> they so you mean to tell me somebody in the Glee writer's room was like, We wanna do Baby Got Back, and everyone's like, Yes, people love that song. Very fun. And then they said, But wait, I found this fun arrangement of it. Why don't we do this? And they said, Yes. <laughs> They didn't even come up with it on their own. It was pitched to them then. <laughs> Elise. <laughs> People signed off on this decision. This is a this is a criminal offense. And so okay. to be mad. <laughs> Do you want to know my opinion on the Adam's apples? Yes. So you know how Kurt didn't get into Niata with his audition of Not the Boy Next Door? You make me even all more- of these people got into Yada just fine. And that's what I physically cannot excuse about this concept is that it implies that all of these people got into this immensely competitive that we've seen time and time again be just ruthlessly competitive to get into. All of the people in this club, the like little Bo Peep looking girl, um, the guy with the weird mustache, uh, the the, the girl wearing guy. like shredded ratty 80s workout clothes all of them got into nyata no problem <laughs> and apparently nyata isn't just like for performing arts it's like also like people who do like set design and stuff and like lighting what? so like maybe it's those people maybe it's like the club for the people that aren't singers to be to sing in yeah, I cuz like cuz like I cannot fathom that these people would have gotten into Niata based on their performance merits. <laughs> so it is odd to me that they would have a tech theater track or a stage management track or even a directing track at a school that is known for performing arts and yeah. like performance and acting. Cuz Rachel also mentioned that like joining the show choir was like being a stage management major, which first of all is very rude. You would not do anything in a theater if you did not have a fucking stage manager, Rachel. Do you know how theater works? No, because you're not in charge of anything because the stage manager saves your ass. So shut the fuck up, you bitch. That's the hardest job in a theater, right? By far. By far, stage manager. I know. I'm a a stage manager, so if you can't tell, (laughs) audience. (laughs) So, yeah but i don't know why they have like these tech theater tracks at a performing arts school you don't go to like amda to learn how to be a stage manager i don't know but that's the only way that i could rationalize this group is if they like if their talents lie elsewhere because like sure it sounds fine but not not nearly as good as like any of the numbers Kurt has done to try and get into Niata. <laughs> no. And like what what is Adam a major in then? I don't know. I think he's I think he's an actor like Kurt. But didn't Kurt say that he's like 22? He's like got to be like a senior or like maybe he's like a grad student. 
Like I, he said earlier that he was a senior. Okay. So why is the club named after him? Is he like trying to, maybe that's why he wants Kurt there so that he can have Kurt take over and rename it to be like Kurt's apples. Yeah. Kurt's Kurt's, kumquats. Yeah. (laughs) Kurt's kumquats. Kurt's uh, twinks. I don't know. Like, Uh, either way, it doesn't make sense. Okay, so back at McKinley, um, (laughs) Brittany goes up to Marley, or no, yeah, yeah, he goes to Marley and is like, Hey, you like Jake, you should ask him to the Sadie Hawkins dance. And Marley's like, I don't know, we went on a couple dates, and now he's just being weird with me again. And Brittany's like, No, we're gonna sing a song together. And then she is once again doing some very self-aware stuff. And she says, usually the song starts when I turn around or say, it's Britney, bitch. And then she turns around and they're in their fun dresses and they sing a song. It's very good. It's a very fun song. It is. It's really fun. What's what's the name of the song? It's called Tell Him. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. Um, That's a different song. Yeah. So they sing and then Britney looks at Marley and Marley goes up to Jake. First she goes, Jake! <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so obnoxious. I, they're trying so hard to make her seem awkward because she's, she's, she's like beautiful not. and talented and they're like, we have to soften her up a bit. We gotta, we gotta make her, uh, you know, weird and kooky and so she just screams Jake. <laughs> we have to make her quirky they, I mean, it's the same thing they did with Leah Michelle because Leah Michelle is like objectively attractive. Yeah, she's hot. Same with Melissa, whatever the fuck her last name is, Benweist. 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 Yeah, she's just like objectively good looking. Like, come on, guys, <laughs> just let yeah, her be good looking. Um, we just put her in quirky hats. So, she asked Jake to the dance by. She gets on like her knees. It's weird. I don't like <laughs> it. And Jake says yes. Then uh, Brittany asks Sam. Sam says, yes, obviously, they're dating. They got married last episode. Um, And then Kitty, like, locks Jake in a corridor with her and basically says, break up with Marley and I'll have sex with you. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's gross. And Jake's, like, seriously considering it because he can't help his urges, I guess, or whatever. And so he goes to Puck. And it really makes me like Jake less. I don't know why they put this in the episode. Yeah, like, like, like if you want us to care about this character, don't make him like bad. Yeah, just make him be like, "Hey, Kitty, no, I really like this girl." Stop. But he like genuinely, her. he's like shocked when Puck tells him not to do it. He like basically was going to him for his blessing. Yeah, and also Kitty was basically like, "Yeah, I'm gaslighting Marley, whatever," and he doesn't think that that's bad or weird. Yeah, there's no, there's no response to that. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. So they don't like make a big deal out of it, but I have a I have the feeling Ryder was hoping she would ask him to the dance. Yeah, it's very subtle. He like doesn't have any very lines subtle. this episode. No, instead he just goes to the dance with girl in neck brace who's been hanging around every episode. Jake goes to Puck and asks Puck for advice, and Puck actually tells him to like, if you like Marley, don't do that with Kitty. Also, Kitty sounds like a devil, so maybe don't. And then and then Puck decides. That he's going to go talk to Kitty. And so he goes and talks to Kitty. And they go in a classroom together. And Kitty's like, I don't actually like Jake. I'm just just shaking my head right now. I just want to fuck with Marley because I'm a hot, mean bitch. 
So yeah, we can go. You're going to come to the dance with me, actually. And then we're going to go fuck in my car. And Puck says, okay. He's like, aren't you underage? And she says, I have a fake ID. And he says, good enough for me. Throw him in jail, please. They did. I know. (laughs) Not soon enough. Clearly. How, you know, art imitates life. Life imitates art. Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing on Glee. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, especially around Puck. So Tina goes up to Blaine in the hallway and apologizes. But also she's like, you should apologize to me because that was humiliating. And Blaine's like, I didn't ask you to do that, but okay. (laughs) And then Blaine's like, and then Tina's like, oh my God, did I like bring up your PTSD from having like, because I know you said you left your last school to go to Dalton because of the Sadie Hawkins dance. And Blaine's like, no. It's just that I have a crush on somebody, but he's straight and he won't, he's already dating somebody else. And Tina's like, I know what it's like to like somebody who doesn't like me back. By the way, I screamed this the entire time we were watching this. We did this fucking already with Mercedes and Kurt in season one. Yeah. Um, but now it's a, it's a triangle. I hate everything. It's a triangle. And, um, I thought her and my, and it goes on way too long. I'll say that. I thought her and Mike got back together. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't care about that. Why be consistent? So, yeah. So, Blaine tells Tina that he really likes Sam. Which I called, like, weeks ago. Months ago. Years ago. And Tina's like, okay, well, we're going to go to the dance together. And we're going to have fun. And we're going to dance together. And it's going to be fun. And then they do. And it's fun. But before the dance, we get... Uh, back to New York and Kurt is rocking with Rachel near the library. This is what you were starting to say earlier. Yeah. They're, they're walking on the street near the library. Rachel's like, come hang out with me and Brody. And he's like, no, I don't want to be a third wheel. And then she's like, you need to find a boy toy so we can go on dates together. And then he's like, I do like somebody. And Rachel's like, well, you're a catch. So you should ask him out. And then uh, she runs across a busy street to go meet her boyfriend yeah (laughs) well see the curtis kurt's like there's this guy who i think might be into me but i'm not sure and i don't know and they show this montage of adam just like salivating with how badly he wants to go out with kurt like like he is he is laying it on Thick. <laughs> like he walks up to Kurt in the middle of the hallway. Kurt's just sitting there reading "Cat on a Hot Tin Roof," and he's like, "Oh, cat on a cat on a hot tin roof. You'd be a great break." And then he's like, "I love you. Bye." And then he walks away. He looks like a young Paul Newman, which, like, I mean, come on, how can that be interpreted other than as a flirtation? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and then, and then, um, <laughs> he walks up to Kurt as Kurt's like doing plies, and he's like nice plies cut and kurt's like oh you know my ex-boyfriend was a bit again and then he walks up behind him and like makes him turn around then he goes let's try this again nice plies kurt yeah and then kurt goes thank you (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it's like he's like a thousand percent into you bud like yeah yeah and so there's that little moment and then we go back to the dance. It's really cute. The Winter Wonderland, like, snowball, snowflake setup Tina did. And everyone's having a good time. The boys sing Scrub. <laughs> you'll see. Yeah, they sing No Scrub. 
No, they've seen no scrubs by TLC. That's what it's called. I was like, scrub, scrub, scrub as a guy. Also known as it. If you just say they sang scrub, they might think you mean the theme song to scrubs. Yeah. I'm no Superman. I'm no Superman. <laughs> yeah. So they they did that. It was very good. And then Lauren's Isis is in this episode, by the way. They have a Tina has a club called the Too Young to Be Bitter Club, which is very funny. And it's just like it's girl- like the amalgamation of like the old maid club from before. Yeah. Um, but it's just like girls in the school who don't feel like they have I don't know, anyone to date. I was so happy that Lawrence Ices was in this. Yeah, and then Lawrence Ices, Beast comes over and like tells him to to stop their pity party, stop being a wallflower and go ask somebody to dance. And then they do, and Lawrence Ices dances with Teen Jesus. It's very cute. And it's, then I I completely forgot that they did that. I think it's just for this episode, but I don't know. It's I think it's cute. It's um, cute. Sugar, which Sugar is in this club, and I'm like, Sugar, Artie liked you. Everybody was, like, fighting over her. Just go be with Artie. And then Sugar goes and bees with Artie at the dance. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. Sure. And then Tina's little assistant girl, whose name I forgot. um, Dottie Cassatori. Dottie Cassatori. How could I forget Dottie Cassatori? Asked Stoner Stoner Brett. Is that his name? (laughs) Yeah, Stoner Brett to dance so she's real into stoner brett then the girls sing us they sing um that bruno mars song yeah locked out of heaven i nailed it that was really good too that Uh, was really good i i i just i never think about uh the music in this episode but it was all pretty good um locked out of heaven though they when they did the like uh noise it was like really forceful every time they were like uh yeah yeah (laughs) Uh. <laughs> yeah it kept like it was it's a like little a, much for me it's like in i want to dance with somebody when they go dance <laughs> yeah yeah so that was really cute and then marley tells jake that she really likes him and that they should go out but only if he wants to take it slow and only if she's the only girl for him which you know i think is a reasonable request when you're 15 and he says yeah sure whatever and then but also kitty is there with puck it's weird and then they go have sex in the back of her car. That's weird. Sam. Blaine and Tina are dancing on the dance floor. And like Tina is like leaning in for a kiss when Sam interrupts them. And yeah. tells Blaine that there's a new development in the story. And then Blaine goes off with Sam. And then in the most like Mission Impossible ass scene ever to be, having on, ever to be had on Glee. We have Finn sam and blaine in the locker room they have an ipad and they're looking at photos of like the warblers from like three months ago and now and how much they've bulked up and sam has it's like the same energy as like the dynamic duets episode yeah and then sam has the the theory that they've been taking steroids to beef up their performances and he shows a video of one of the warblers like fucking going nuts at the lima bean (laughs) like it's 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 new evil warbler it's hunter yeah and he's just like throwing biscotti everywhere (laughs) and finn's like guys this is really serious and blaine's like but look at this section three article six or whatever of the fucking glee handbook says that you can't use performance enhancing drugs 
they threw in a casual four loco gag for a second there. <laughs> they yeah. like, use human growth hormone, amphetamines, or four loco. Like, <laughs> sure, I guess. And then Blaine somehow gets one of the old warblers who quit the warblers to come be their like snitch. Um, and he says that he quit the warblers when Hunter um, started jacking everyone up with like steroids and testosterone there's like a montage of him injecting their butts yeah it's so weird (laughs) also why would all the warblers agree to this they were like doing pretty well for like yeah i mean it doesn't make any they they didn't that's not why they won regionals they won regionals because the new directions sang Gangnam Style and then left the stage. Yeah, that's all they like, did. Like that's not like that's why they won. They didn't win because they were using steroids. But Elise, the plot says that the Glee Club has to be back in the running and has to win by default because the Warblers are bad now. Yeah, this would make much more sense, I think, if it was Vocal Adrenaline getting caught doing this shit. The fact that it's the Warblers is throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Yeah. But yeah, so this is just the ultimate plot to get the Glee Club back in the running because then we because we wouldn't have a show otherwise. So, you know, we have like 12 more episodes to fill. <laughs> so we, we got to get to nationals again. Come on. Yeah. And then Blaine goes back out and dances with Tina. Kurt asks Adam out and gets his number. It's real cute. And then Rachel sets out a lovely dinner of single burger with uh, iceberg lettuce salad and condiments <laughs> and like a macaroni salad and waits for Brody to come to her house. And then Brody shows up 45 minutes late and Rachel is mad because where was he? Where was he, Elise? And Brody was like, I was waiting for the train. <laughs> she was like, I don't care. You were late. And he was like, but the train didn't come. And she's like, I don't care. You were late. And he's like, but I stood on that platform shivering, thinking I'll wait here all night if I have to, because this is the train that takes me to Rachel Berry. And she's like, okay, I'll warm up your dinner for you. It's fucking stupid. I hate it. You live in fucking New York City, Rachel. The trains, you're going to be 45 minutes late to everything. Get over it. You live in Bushwick. The L train is the worst train in New York. (laughs) I know. I live there. Especially because, like, I just spent the whole weekend not being able to go into Manhattan for anything because the train just decided to not run into Manhattan all weekend. So, yeah. get over it, Rachel. And then she says, Brody. Brody's like, I'm going to move to Brooklyn so I can be closer to you. And then she says, Brody, just move in with me. You literally just almost got married and now you're moving in with somebody else who you're not even really dating. You're not like official. Rachel? Rachel? You did not run this by your roommate. That is being a bad roommate. It is being a bad roommate. Thirdly, your walls are curtains. (laughs) Yep. So no. Stop it. You live in a warehouse. And that was how the episode ended. What was your favorite song? Um, probably Locked Out of Heaven. Yeah, same. Well. (laughs) 
what uh what do you think about this adam character oh there's gonna be something shady about him probably there always is uh, you said brody has a secret yeah brody has a secret i don't think adam has a secret well i imagine adam and kurt are gonna go out for a while and then kurt's gonna realize he liked blaine better or he's gonna cheat on adam with blaine and then he and blaine are gonna get back together Probably some bullshit like that. <laughs> I guess we'll just see. That usually means I'm right, so. <laughs> well, I mean, like, do, but do you, like, do you enjoy the character? Like, are you into it? Yeah, I think he's fun as long as he stops doing Baby Got Back. I think it'll be fine. I think we'll have a great <laughs> relationship. As long as he never does that song again, I will enjoy our time together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got some some flavor in there with a British accent. I always kind of liked Adam. I mean, I'm, you know, clean is on game, but, uh, but people were like very, they like just immediately rejected. They were like, you broke him up for a stupid reason. And now you're like, it's pointless. We know they're going to get back together at some point. Uh, so people were just like, not even entertaining it, but, uh, but like, I think it's fine. I don't think it's pointless. I think it is understandable that as young people in this world Kurt and Blaine really loved each other in high school but now they are growing up and you cannot just be with the same person straight out of high school like that and not like explore other options like some people can it, it's a one in a million shot lucky you that worked out for you but I think it is healthy that they are exploring other relationships before they ultimately decide to get back together and that was my thought on that because they, they they're learning who they are and what they want and what they don't want. And what they sure. want is each other, ultimately. And what they don't want is cheating. They should just have an open relationship like every other day, though. Yeah. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was my thoughts on... Also, I don't have, like, any investment in any of these characters, so... <laughs> Not even Kurt? I like Kurt. Kurt's good. I do like Kurt and Blaine. They're probably my favorite, besides Santana and Brittany. But you, you know. haven't seen them in a while. No. But again, I think Santana's approach is healthy. Like you're in different places, you're in different places in your lives. You can't be with each other all the time. It's healthier to just explore other options. And then if you get back together, then you get back together. But I also I don't know. I like fate. Fate's fun. <laughs> hi baby. Did you want to come say hi? You want to come say hi to the listeners? <laughs> Pyron. Well, well, this has been a lovely episode of Glee. Um, this one will be shorter to save you from the hour and a half one that we had last week. So <laughs> it's fine. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Future us. Take it away. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's Recaps and Trailer Trash, or follow me on Twitter at Style. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs>